Shit, you need the jacket for the cell? Uh. Well, come on, you're free. Free to what? Cass. What the hell are you doing, Cass? I told you. We got this. Welcome to Fear Me. Fear Me. You just me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. And Scott. Welcome to the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 151. Preacher edition. Dun, 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 dun. Two hour... Season premiere of Preacher. Yep. You get two episodes. Yep. Masada and The Last Supper. But before we get started. Yes, ma'am. We've had a couple of weeks off. Yes. What have you been drinking during those couple of weeks? <laughs> uh, I, I don't think that list would, would be feasible. Um, but what I kind can of painkillers are you on right now? Um, I don't remember which ones I'm on right now, but. <laughs> Did you do this just for Preacher? Because uh, of Cassidy, in honor of Cassidy, I did. I did. Okay, I didn't good. have any Percocet though. But <laughs> who who picks up a torture victim without Percocet? <laughs> <laughs> so you went through some torture yesterday. Ah, yes, yes. I, I hope so. I hope you can get Dental get through the, get through our podcast <laughs> without it's crying. Gonna, it's going to be a fun one. It is. Okay. I have a feeling my uh, reaction time is going to be a little sluggish, but I'm ready to participate. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm going to get a trophy tonight. <laughs> so with your drugs, what are you drinking I am to make drinking. them even better? <laughs> mm. I'll tell you so what. Everybody keep in mind, Scott is, uh, mm-hmm. he's double dosing it here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I got one from a brewery I visited up in Maine uh, with our brother, Sean. You guys went up there also uh, from the Maine Beer Company in Freeport, Maine. And this one is called Pepper Pale Ale. Now, Sean says he didn't like it as much as the other ones. I got to say, this is pretty tasty. Yeah. I like Does it. Does it taste like peppers? No, but I mean, it's got it's got a bit of a bite to it. Like um, a jalapeno pepper? No, I have no idea why it's called pepper. Oh. Uh, um, actually, well, it's peeper. Misleading. It's peeper. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh it the drugs peeper. are kicking in. Yeah, okay. it is peeper. Okay, cool. It's peeper. Uh, I still don't know why it's called that either, but nonetheless, it still has a bite. It to makes it. you look at people through their windows. It no, could be, not really. But anyway, yeah, it's tasty. I like it. I like it. It's a dry little pale ale. Um, lots of flavor. They do it. Yeah, they do a good job. Oh yeah, they do a fantastic job. I mean, I had a, a flight of their stuff when we were up there. Don't know why I didn't get Peeper on there, but nonetheless, it was uh, it was awesome. I mean, that beer was fantastic. It was one of the best I had up in that area, and that area is really high for their craft beer. Yeah, they had high quality stuff. Um, the uh, the one beer I had from there was my favorite was called Another One. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Give I like the one, one. What was it? Post ride. Post ride was really good. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, after a, a post bike ride. Mm. Yep. Yep. Well, we have a Terrapin new release um, out of Athens, Georgia here called oh. Hoppin' Bubbly. Ah, that's the one actually, you sent the picture of to me, right? Yeah, it's a collaboration with Miller High Life. Which all, is weird. Well, that's a problem. It is a problem. The artwork on the can is beautiful, mm-hmm. and the beer is really damn good. It's a Brute IPA, which I don't think I've ever had. Which I guess is supposed to mean that it's a little bit more Dryer. bubbly, but it doesn't... Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, a little I'm bit. thinking dry. It's dry, oh, maybe it's drier, drier like okay. a brute champagne. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's funny. They're, they're becoming pretty popular right now. Um, I have not had a brute IPA yet. It's Are, actually, it reminds me a lot, almost exact same flavor as the Slap Fight from mm-hmm, Monday Night Brewing, mm-hmm. except not much of a bite, not as much of a bite. Hmm. So it's, it's a bright taste, a yeah, rich flavor, but it's not... Um, it's not, the flavor's not as out overpowering. So I actually get, right. like this one even better. Yeah, I like it so, a lot too. Hey, yeah, uh, I think can, can we, can we take a vote though for the best name though? Slap Fight? Slap Fight has the best name of a beer. Yeah, it's one of the, yeah. <laughs> that is a great name. Yeah. Totally. So Kim, totally. you're drinking the same thing? I am drinking the same thing, What'd yes. you think of it? I, I like it a lot. It's one that I could drink 
you know, you can drink several in one night. You know, it's not like too overpowering or too Get rich. on it. Get on it. Well, you know, I've already this, had two mojitos. This will be your moment. Yes. We will I'll all have be several tonight. throwing out genuine frontier gibberish by the end of this. Nice. We, we typically do. And if yes, you guys we hear, do. If you hear our cheerleader in the background, uh, uh, Bacon is uh, howling and barking like crazy right now. So. Bacon the puppy. Yes. Yep. Good. As he does, as he he's it's known gl- to do. I'm glad he wants to participate too. He'll he get does. a trophy also. He's cheering he us on right now. He he mm-hmm. wants to be God in this episode. Dog God. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Okay. Very so good. we're gonna cover Preacher, season four, episode one, Masada. We are all very happy to have Preacher back. Yes. And season four, episode two, Last Supper. Two episodes yep. in one night, two hour premiere. Which I have to admit, whoo, it was a bit long for me. Mm-hmm. It was a bit much. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it kind of dragged a little bit in the middle there. Um, I thought the the Cassidy and the torture scenes were too many. Mm. I thought it was a great idea to have him going, you know, up against the torturer and so forth. But there were too many times of him escaping and being recaptured and doing it all over again. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys. I got. I think the foreskin gimmick has kind of run its, <laughs> run its. Uh, <laughs> how many? How many times did they have some sort of relation to penises in this one? It's unbelievable. A lot. <laughs> they had it's the bucket of penises. There was the tower the that Jesse's penis. going after. Oh yeah, yes, and the ear yes. penis. The ear penis. Yeah, the apostle. Yeah. The last apostle, or whatever the tower is called, the rock. Uh-huh. It was like a yeah. bachelorette party. Yes, and hell, they even made they made hair star's ear out of foreskin. Yeah, that's what that's what Kim was saying. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I, I it got a little bit much for me. Thought it kept going on a little bit too much on it. I I actually thought that the <laughs> my foreskins can never repay you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, when they sh- when the foreskin showed up on hair star's plate, I was like, okay. Oh, that uh, was gross. I I was like, why no. are we seeing this? No, that, I, it, it just it I took a it good was, joke and went too far with it. I thought it was um, calamari. Yeah, I thought it was squid that he was eating. But yeah. you know, the relation still there. Yeah, <laughs> no, nasty. <it's> <laughs> but no, I was actually um, getting kind of bored with Tulip. Mm-hmm. Oh, she really? was dragging on like, like just admit that you like Cassidy for one thing. Mm-hmm. That whole relationship, ugh, whatever. And then um, just her trying to get into Masada to get Cassidy, right? Without Jesse, I don't know. Mm-hmm. The, but her fight much. scenes were great. Oh, her fight scenes uh, were awesome, especially with um, Featherstone. Yep. Now, of course, I, I thought it was hilarious that she goes through that whole scene where she's crashing all those cars, and her car comes out in perfect condition. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm like what? What the hell happened? But, I think for, for me of the two hours, that 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 scene right there where they're <laughs> chasing her around in the dust cloud was probably my least favorite out of the whole thing. I mm-hmm. think the rest of the two hours was great. I think there was the I, I Scott, I, I think you're going to disagree with me on this one. The opening part with the dinosaur, I thought was hilarious. Oh, right. It was so it was funny. Okay. We had to show our boys. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, yeah. I mean, as, it as was being okay. the excuse for why the dinosaurs went extinct. That was brilliant. But also, it kind of put God in kind of more of an evil light again. Right. Yeah. right. He's you an know, asshole. Be, yeah. Be, for that conversation where he's having with Airstar at the end. Yes. And and how it you know here is he's mm-hmm. talking about oh my creation my newest creation and then right. uh, he comes out and eats his own he's like don't do it don't which. Everybody right. who's had a dog has been in that position where you're like, don't, <laughs> don't do no, 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 no. <laughs> And then you're like, why the hell did you do that? Don't do that. Or even your toddler. <laughs> yes, exactly. So he, destro- wife. he destroys all of them. And I thought <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. And it it related. The animation was so bad. Right. Right. It was that hokey. It re- that it yeah. Made yeah. It and it related to um, one of the very first animations ever was called, I think it was like Dottie the Dinosaur or something like that. And it was a very cheesy animation like that. Yeah. yeah. And it so was, I wonder it was, if... It was the 1970s... Uh, um, no, this was like way earlier 20s. than that. This was like, yeah, back in the 30s. Like yeah, when yeah they, but, but it hearkened to the, the animation from uh, like Gumby and shit like that. Oh, yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> yes. You know, yeah, but it was... That's more what I was thinking of from the 1970s. Yeah, it was... Kind of, 
cheesy claymation. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, anyways, it was funny. Just to me, that was funny. But and I it, think, again, back to your saying, the um, fight scenes were great. And mm-hmm. I think that whole part where they had Tulip and Featherstone and then switching it off with uh, Cass and Jesse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're both kind of at that same part. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tulip and Featherstone are up at the top of the wall, and those guys are down at the other side of the yep. door. Yep. And, uh, the, you know, all the bounce back and forth between those two action scenes was I thought was awesome. Yeah. 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 Which no, I guess I that agree. was the second episode though. That wasn't the first. That was the You know, one thing though that that I I miss with the show is I really I really liked it when uh when Jesse and Cass were friends. Me too. Because I loved watching them play off of each other. They were hilarious. Um, you know, now with their strained relationship it's Cassidy isn't quite as funny as he was before. And so He's I kind of miss that a little Cassidy is almost like that sorry sap that everything always goes wrong for him and you want to feel sorry for him, but you don't because it kind of makes things happen around him. Right. Well, yeah, he used to not care about anything. Yeah. And now, the only thing he cared about was like, where's he going to get his next hit of antifreeze or something like that? Yeah, exactly. Right. But now that tulips in the mix, that's, it always goes back to love. But they were, they were the dumb, I think kind of what Scott's really, love sucks. Scott's saying is that it kind of, before the two guys were the dumb, mm-hmm. you know, guy yeah. friends, Male you friends, know, yeah. Right. Um, and they, you know, they Cassidy's, didn't really. They, Cassidy's wild comments always played off of Jesse's seriousness about. Yeah, they didn't stuff. think so deeply about stuff. They were just like, yeah, let's do it because that's fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And I, I, the, I, the thing I love about this show is that there is like this intelligence behind the writing. Yeah. But this childishness yeah. throughout the entire thing as well. So, you know, oh, it's, it's got that. Yeah. The, the presentation of the whole thing is awesome. So, yeah. No, I would agree. I would agree. And what did Cassidy say? Uh, he had a great statement about the Irish. What did he say? Um, oh, they never give up the opportunity to miss an to opportunity. Miss an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, which I thought was a great line. But uh, but Cassidy had some great uh, funny one-liners. I mean, he, he, was, he was funny when he was escaping, like, in the elevator with the guys and stuff like that. And, uh, and then the time he went back. <laughs> Went back to get the cocaine. And it was all over his face in the elevator, and he sneezed, and it comes shooting it blows out. out. <laughs> and the, yeah. And the guy that he had smiled to earlier looks over at him and smiles again. And he's like, "What are you looking at?" <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, Cassidy is still a trip. Okay, so talk to me about this torturer guy. Yes, because he he was very funny and intriguing at first, but. Why is he such an important part of this episode? What are they trying to show us? Um, I think they're trying to... I think they were trying to show us a torturer that could get to Cassidy. But I thought one of Cassidy's best scenes was when when he was describing to him... You know, they were kind of having a chummy talk in between tortures. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about the time that he had stuck, a, I think, a stuck a uh, shotgun up somebody's ass and blown the top of his head off. He was oh, talking about guy. another torturer. Yeah. Right. Cause he, exactly. he mentioned that he knew some right. guy from New York and the guy, you know, and the torturer guy, what's his name? Um, Frankie, 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 of course, yeah. Frankie Tuscany. Uh, so Frankie, um, w- enjoyed that story. He really liked that a lot. And then Cassidy got really serious and he goes, I just wanted you to know about that one because that's exactly how I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And I thought that was dark. That was a dark moment. The thing that got to me in that ep- in that um, scene was Cassidy said that he had actually been with was it Babe Ruth or somebody? Yeah, Babe yes. Ruth and uh, one and a mobster. Yeah, and and and, and Frankie picked up on the mobster before right. he picked up on Babe yeah. Ruth. Like yeah. that was his hero, not Babe right. Ruth. That exactly. was pretty fascinating to me. Throwing up behind the bar in New York or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so I have two questions about that whole um, relationship between those two. One, why is it that Cassidy cannot escape? Because isn't he a vampire and doesn't he have, like, supernatural strength and all this kind of stuff? Yeah, but if he goes outside, he's going to melt. I think he's got... You're talking about from his... From his... uh, From the shackles? Yes. Yeah, I Um, mean, I think he has... He has strength, but I don't think he's got strength enough maybe to beat whatever they had him in there. Because he's been caught by other stuff before. But when Jesse comes in and saves him, he's like, I could have taken it. Mm-hmm. And then when he goes... He when he's bragging. I know, but when he stays on the other side of the door and the door closes, he's like, I got this. 
Yeah. So what does he actually got? Because he's not doing anything to sell, help, help himself. And the reason I ask that is because at the very beginning of the series, like one of the opening scenes, he jumps out of the plane. Yeah. He falls to the ground and he like rips that cow to the ground and kills it. Right. I mean, right. you're talking about a massive animal that you're right. bringing mm-hmm. to the ground. Mm-hmm. So he, he obviously right. has strength. Sure. But yet we've never really seen him utilize that since. Didn't we see, didn't he, he was having a fight with the saint though. Wasn't the, he and the saint were throwing each other around a good bit? Uh, Saint threw, was throwing him around. I don't know that he was able to really throw the Saint around, though, that I remember. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Anyways, it was just one but of those things no, no, that I, know I, I questioned. Saying, I was like, you know, I mean, if he is... Now, I, again, we we throw out all our preconceived ideas of what vampires have right. with this mm-hmm. show, but they did kind of, um, you know, give us a sample of that at the very start. And I was wondering, like, no, he's never really right. done that again. No. Yeah. I, I think the disappointing... Well... Um, not really disappointing, but the thing about this particular episode was every time he got to the point where he could escape, it's broad daylight and he has nothing to cover his body, so he can't really escape. Yeah. But the first time it was more like he chose not to go, whereas the second time he's like, shit, he I did. can't get out of right. here. He did, because Jesse even wa- offered him his jacket. Yes. Remember, Jesse even offered him his jacket to come out. No, yes. there was there. He, he, he went back in not out of any fear of anything like that. It was more of his relationship with Jesse. That had him bothered, and he was just like, "No, I'm not. I, I'm going to finish things here." So when he went back upstairs to, or you know, back up the elevator to get the drugs, was that mm-hmm. just because he wanted to go get more? Wanted to go get drugs, um, or was well, that that was part rethinking? of it? No, no, no. Part of that was the fact that they opened the doors and it was too bright outside; he couldn't go out. Mm-hmm. So he went back, and I think at that point he remembered the drugs, and he was like, "Okay, I'm going to get lit up, and then I can yeah. go outside." Yeah. Yeah, you know. I think that's exactly what happened. He was like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. Like, I think part of it is that, you know, the relationship that Jesse and Cassidy have right now, it's 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 almost like a habit. Like, they're, they're saving each other. Jesse's saving him because he feels responsibility towards Cassidy, not because he really wants to save him. They're just, they've got a history, and that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Well, they got an underlying sexual tension between them, which is which is Tulip, and neither one of them wants to talk about it. Right, right. And but so I think, it's a huge rivalry between them. Right, but I think that's why Cassidy was like, screw it, I'm just going to go get drugs and do it up. Because after their fight? Yeah, because yeah. I think he realizes that's the way that it is, that it's not a true friendship anymore. They don't, they don't have that bond right. that they used to have. But when he mm-hmm. says, I got this, it felt like... Oh, he was just bragging. He didn't want Jesse. He didn't want Jesse feeling like he saved him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you know, so he was more just like, oh, you know, I could have taken him anytime. Because, because after that, Frankie kind of has that heart to heart with him, where he's kind of psychoanalyzing why he would mm-hmm. even come back. Yeah, right. And and he says, you know, from my mm-hmm. experience, it's guilt. because yeah, people feel like they deserve it. That's right. why they keep coming back to it. Right. And They're which not good I, enough for it. Which kind of summed Cassidy up to a T. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so here's the other side. I said there was two parts to this. The angel that's in his cell. Do we yes. know about the angel beforehand? And do we know anything about the angel? Not because the angel I know keeps of. making comments. Yeah. And, and they keep giving it orders. Yes, but he know, doesn't put your do wings anything. away. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's one of those curiosities that we're supposed to wonder about. But I don't think we've given it been given any kind of background to it and so forth. It'll probably come out. It just feels like there's something symbolic about it. Yeah. yeah. And there is. There yeah. is, but we don't know what it is yet. Okay. Yeah, I don't I think that'll be something we'll come up on later. I feel like it's a redemption type thing. Well, because at the end I think the angel says, Oh, you're a you're a wild one or something like that. I think that's mm-hmm. like the last comment. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah, when he turns into a vampire and attacks those guys. <laughs> Yeah. And rips him up. And bites That's his leg off. That. So he can get escape. So the, the whole idea of Masada is kind of cool, interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That their home base. Yeah. To, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that the, the metal protector is not perfect. They got that huge door to enter to go in there, and then they have that huge or then they have that small thing like airport metal detector you walk yes, through. Exactly. In there. Yes, yes, yes. I thought you said metal protector. I'm yeah, like, no, what? No, no. Yes. No, 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 no. 
Yeah. No, I thought that was hilarious. And you know what? The only thing I kept thinking of is, my God, that poor guy who has to stand out there in that heat and the sun, and yep. he doesn't even have an umbrella. Nope. Yep. He's going to pass out in that. Well, yeah, and they're, the whole setup for their, their society, they're all in white. Yeah. And uh-huh. they're fighting with guns. White they all and end, red. It all, yeah, it all ends, always ends up in just like a bloodbath where they're just covered. And then... Um, Even when they're on the elevator, the guy that's the, the male boy has got yeah. a red outfit on. <laughs> well, I think the start when, they're, when um, Jesse and Tulip go and recruit all those people in the... Yes. He uses what was it the called? Voice. The Angel yeah. Grail? The Angel Grail? Or the no, Holy Grail. The... Oh, the Holy Bar and Grail Motel. That's what yes, it was. Holy Bar and Grail Motel. Thank you. Yes. 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 Which was very cute. Now, okay, here's the part. I'm glad you bring that up because this is the one thing that kept throwing me off throughout the show is where in the hell were they? <laughs> I mean, you the know, Middle I kept thinking, Right. They're in the I mean, Middle East. Was, right. But I kept getting thrown off by the, like, that Holy Grail... <laughs> bar and motel you wouldn't expect to see something like that in the middle east so i kept thinking okay wait a minute now they're back in texas or or something like that so they, i kept getting thrown off they kind of were mashing up it was like the whole middle east of what they right. were supposed to be in the middle east they're definitely in the middle east mm-hmm. um but yes they were mashing it up with like uh you know more western kind of stuff that was going on as well, well. you know when my when my uncle lived in saudi arabia there was like a comp a compound where yeah. the Americans stayed mm-hmm. and they had bars. Yeah, like the expat right. stuff. Yeah. In the compound. West, yeah, what, but nobody West. from the outside was allowed in. Right. You know? right. So, but, but but you have scenes like um oh God, what was her name? The big porn star. Oh my God, that was hilarious. Yes, yes. the, the you, you chicken know, lady. Driving, yeah, yeah, chicken lady, thank you, who's driving across the desert, you know. <laughs> That was, yeah. you know, that was right out of something you see out of Texas, not out of the Middle East. And yeah, and the way the roads all looked like, yeah, yeah what you would s- expect out of Texas as well. Yeah. So I think, you know, there was some of that. that and then the kid Came speaks dog. perfect English. Yes. But yeah. with an accent. But with an accent, yes. But it still. was, it was, yeah, that part of it for me was a little hard to follow. So I wasn't quite it sure was why it was always. It was a little all over the place, wasn't it? But that's yeah. kind of what the show is. Sure. I mean, that's, it you is. know, there is that kind of ridiculousness of, mm-hmm. of like, uh, dream state kind of mm-hmm. stuff where it's like things just kind of show up and you kind of, you're not supposed to question how they got there. Right. You know, it's, you just kind of like, keep like going with it and the, because there's so much going on. Like the coffee bar in Masada. That was pretty funny too. Yes. Yes. yes exactly. The Starbucks looking thing. Yeah. Um, but I got to tell you, one of my favorite new characters was the pilot. Oh, I yes. thought he was great. He was good. I thought he was great. Do you remember the pilot? No. The guy that J- Jesse, he was in the airport and, and, he, walks and in he tells him he can't oh, smoke. He can't smoke in here. And he's like, yes, you can. And he's like, OK. And then he drives yeah, Jesse you can. around. That's right. Yeah. 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 And okay, then he yeah. drives him around. But but he breaks away from him when they go to save the kid in the in the whorehouse or whatever. Right. Well, he was taking him back to get his lighter, which I thought was kind of a weird right. thing in itself, too. But yes, the guy, he the pilot. Evidently, goes in that's to save going the kid. to be a, that whole story is going to be a big part of the next episode. And I was wondering, is that lighter the one that he had? And I actually asked him from when he was in Louisiana yes. that yeah. has the skull and the yeah, star and on it. Yeah, and it says it was the one that um, that the big guy had that killed his father. Right. Um, it says "fuck you" or "fuck whatever" something on it. Um, yep, yeah, that was what he was going after. But evidently, there was something that they didn't show us in this episode that happened at that whorehouse that we'll see in the next episode, based on what the previews I saw. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't catch that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. so they kind of glossed over it. They kind of went there, and then they next thing you know, they were leaving. We didn't see what happened inside of there, freeing the kid or right, anything exactly. like that. Right, exactly. And I thought uh, they were just brushing over that, so there's actually something that's going to be yeah. seen. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, good. yeah. The whole next episode's going to focus on the kid, freeing the kid. Yeah. Okay, okay, but we did, okay, we kind of glossed over the um, part where he confronts Airstar, where he actually got in easily. Yes. And Airstar and all his guys have the, the earmuffs, the, head- the noise-canceling headphones <laughs> and on. Yeah. the old, deaf, and dumb woman. <laughs> you see an old lady. <laughs> he's, and he's like, so you see what I've prepared for you, or I've been prepared for you. And he's like, you got an old woman. And the old woman's like <laughs> signing to him that <laughs> she's a deaf and dumb old lady. That's right. Hairstar was hilarious in this episode. He was. Wh- yes. Who is now the all-father, I guess. Yes, yep, he's the all-father. He's, he's been given a promotion. 
Yes. <laughs> and even how they present him at the start, because they come down in like a plan view of his head. Yes. When you yes. first oh see him. Oh my God, that's the so head. Yes, and he's sitting there like feeling the top of his head. And, uh. <laughs> uh, it's very great camera work. Yes, yes. But Hairstar was hilarious, and Featherstone was off the hook. Yes. Damn. I, I, I love that the one thing I texted you before uh, we were watching it, um, it was one of the funniest lines I had forgotten about from the previous season, the last episode, is uh, when Hare Star says, we need to get ourselves another Hoover. Yes. yes. Yeah. After, he, the- after he burned Hoover to, <laughs> to a thing. And Featherstone was, I'll be right on that, sir. I actually miss Hoover in this episode. I so- do, too. So they, I mean, they've got these guys that they've turned, or at least one of them, in that room. Yes. And Jesse activates him to kill all these guys in there. And yet, somehow, Air Star makes it out without being killed. Right. Yeah. Right, because he hid under the other dead people. Right. As right. always. Mm-hmm. That was pre- to be predicted. Yeah, I know, but that was that was silly. Well, I mean, it's preacher. And he's right next to him, and he misses him. Yeah, but the point is, the point is, though, Stuart, is that... Everybody is expendable to keep Hairstar alive. Yeah, so the whole room dies. So Hairstar. I mean, even that guy climbed into the trunk when he when he questioned Hairstar about the Messiah when the Messiah is coming, and Hairstar ordered him to go in the trunk with that grenade, and he blew himself up. Right. And, he didn't even question it. And his line about delete my Somebody history. Somebody delete my history. My browser history. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That's what Boom. Scott would be saying too. <laughs> yes, <probably. laughs> oh shit! I need to do that. Hold on a sec. Okay, so after they get back, though, I thought one of the things that was curious was that um, Tulip was asking if uh, Cassidy had asked about her, and knowing if she was still around. Right. This is what which, I'm saying. Which was kind of like uncomfortable for Jesse at that <laughs> point because Jesse's pissed off at at Cass. Right. Yeah, in the first I mean, place. And yet she seems to what, be more concerned about Everybody you know, knows what yeah. happened, but no one wants to say it. Yeah. She needs to admit it. Well, and, when and, she, and he asks he her, asks point, her point blank. And, he, and she says, are you crazy? Yeah. Which I would expect her to say nothing else. That's Tulip's character. I, I can't imagine she would admit it. I mean, that just isn't the way Tulip works. Right. But that's the justification for him leaving her and leaving that note behind. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because in his heart, he knows something has happened. He knows that there's a connection there that wasn't uh-huh. there before. And yet, at the ver- at the very beginning of these episodes, Jesse's off, like catching a plane, falling out of a plane, mm-hmm. and so and dies. And, and Tulip and and Cass are hooking up again. Yeah, because Jesse's out of the picture again. Maybe so. It ain't over. No, of course not. I wouldn't say of course not. But we, I think we're. So are we building? Are we building to finding out why Jesse was falling out of a plane? Is that the idea? Uh, I think yeah. Yeah, in the next episode, yeah. I, I don't know. I think we out. may be a little bit further finding that out. You think so? Well, yeah. so, so when he falls out of a plane, his eyes are wide open. He looks like he's dead. Is he actually dead at that point? I mean, there? he had blood know. hanging out of his face. Yeah, but, but does it anybody was there. Die with blood hanging out. But of it face was in there this? in Australia because he was at mm. the he was at the Dick Rock. Yeah. The, what is the which last is a, apostle or something? Which is an awesome band name. The Dick Rock? Yeah. Yes. What is at that mountain that he's looking for? He doesn't know. know. He had it in a dream. He was supposed to go there, and his dad says, it's time for you to find God. Yep. And remember, because he woke up, and he was choking what he thought was Air Star, and he was actually choking <gasps> Tulip. That's right. That's right. And then Tulip said in some weird voice, um, you know, uh, you need to go find God or something like that. So Right. So yeah. he's having some weird, like, layered dream. Right, so you have to figure po- out what... Post-apocalyptic it, dream and so yeah. forth. And so he leaves before she even wakes up. Yeah. Right, 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 right. To capture the plane, catch the plane, that's when he runs in the pilot, to go get the lighter, and then... And then the, the whorehouse. And happens. then he's on a plane by himself, able to smoke, because the captain says... Uh, the mo- I'm no turning off the smoking light, which I've yeah. always wanted to do. Yes. So... <laughs> I love the captain. He was great. <laughs> so he's obviously, is that obviously, I mean, or not obviously, is that the captain that comes back? The same captain? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The pilot? Yes. Yeah, that's the Did same pilot. It's under his control. That's why he has the whole plane to himself. Yeah. I know, but didn't he go in after that kid? Yes, but we Which, don't. 
we, he came out also. But the kid mm-hmm. was in with that some guy in a cloak. Yes. Who you see in the previews, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Right, in the whorehouse. Right. Yeah, some kind of weird dude in a cloak. Yeah. Yes. yes, which is what we'll be exploring the next episode. So that's the same boy, though, that... Whose <laughs> 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 yeah. dog died. That's the same boy whose dog died, yeah. So he shows I up again. I think so. I yeah. think so. He's, I wasn't quite sure. He's being pimped out <laughs> to get money. And maybe a new dog? And maybe a new dog. Yeah. I love the uh, I love the camel riders oh. and their argument. Oh, uh, that, that was great. Got I was totally hoping you were going to bring that them. up because that's my that's my hit right there. Oh, sorry. those guys were great. Yeah, they they were he's a dirty Muslim, and he's like, he's like, aren't you Muslim? He's like, I'm Coptic. No, I'm Coptic. <laughs> I just love so the way that they have to shoot out and they kill the camels, and, yeah. and the camel falls on the other guy and kills. I just him. love that they just get off the camels and start yelling at each other. Yeah, right? just right. like back and forth, yelling, yelling, yelling. <laughs> And, and Jesse's, does, try, Jesse's trying to revive the guy, and he's like, "What is wrong with you people?" Well, the same thing that happened with the dog. He's he's trying to do something that he thinks right. is good, and then it ends up being terrible. Yep. So like he ends, he tells the kid to drop the gun, it kills the dog. Yeah. He tells them to not fight, and then he he doesn't know the other guy. The sword speak goes through the one camel, and then the guy like gets blood in his eyes and shoots the other camel, and they're all. <laughs> Oh my god, I was laughing my ass off. That was great. Uh, In a very awful sense. That was great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was that was really funny. Um but that was that was one of those where when when he looked over and saw the camel guy, I was like, Oh yeah, we're still in the Middle East. <laughs> was, at that point I was thinking we're back in Texas again. Yeah. So I was I was kinda lost. But it, it was a very confusing episode. Again, for there's got to be. I bet there's some sort of symbolism to that story of what he's doing right now. Because mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. he's traveling, he runs across the kid. He's on a pilgrimage. And, yes, and he makes a, a completely wrong decision about the kid. Yeah. And he and he before that he runs into the porn he's, star. He's going through the trial co- and tribulations of his pilgrimage. So yes, he has killed her co-stars with a vibrator in a <laughs> bathtub. And then that runs into so the good. the two guys on the camels, which could have been I don't know the the three kings, the three exactly. kings. No, no, no. <laughs> Only two. The left. death by a dildo is so funny. That was funny, and it was so it was actually <laughs> so, so funny. quickly delivered that you'd miss it if you didn't like. Yeah, you right, right. It was yeah. It, yeah, exactly. She's like that's when I knew I had to get out of the porn industry. She <laughs> looks so much like a younger version of Large well, Marge had, from Pee Wee. And she, she had a massive well, she had that chin. Fake, yeah, she had that yeah. fake chin. I mean, it was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, she was I so question funny. if that was even a fake chin. It was. I, didn't, oh, okay. yeah. I don't know, man. I, 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 that looked pretty good. When I good. looked at it, I was looking at it carefully. When you see her grin, you can kind of see the line. Oh, uh, so, yeah. Okay. Well, the prosthetic. So but. good. I'm just going to call um, her Marge. Okay. I that am was going hilarious. to take a break because I need a refill. Okay. Oh man, yeah, you do. I do. I do. So let's. Are those pills kicking? In? Are those pills kicking in yet? Oh, it's 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 a happy place. So after this break, we can only hope for more. Uh. On that note, we'll be back. Everybody, we're back. Um, I think we'll hit it right into our hits and misses. Um, Kim, what's your hit? I just said <laughs> not to start with me. <laughs> For the love of God. That's my hit of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Here, I'll go, I'll go first. Uh, Stu, you go ahead. Okay. My hit was <laughs> that God said one of his greatest creations was Diet Dr. Pepper. Oh, yes. My exactly. God. Excellent. Excellent. That was very funny. Yeah, I yeah, thought that, that was, was hilarious. And he had like uh, Airstar had like a whole fridge full of Diet Dr Pepper. Yeah, and he and held it like, like his, a wine glass. <laughs> did you like his great. um his models at the end? The yes, he even had the the church from season one. 
Yeah, yeah, it was all oh, just yeah. yeah, it was all like kind of the uh, the scenes that that uh, Jesse was having to go through all the yeah yeah trials yeah. and tribulations. It was pretty cool. I, it was kind of neat looking at those and, and remembering different ones went with different things. It's kind of like um, our kids, and actually, I thought the same thing when I was a kid. Our kids constantly talk about how they feel like they are just dolls that someone is playing with, that a higher being is playing with, and making them go through the motions. It's, it's called dad. <laughs> <laughs> But it's kind of like that. Like God has his hand on everything yeah. and he's making people make decisions. Go clean your room. Well, yes. Kim, I think there's a deeper discussion that needs to happen about this. <laughs> um, and we need to review what it is you're doing with your kids these days. Yeah. Hey, what is very, it? We saw Stranger Things and now they're going to be watching it, right? No, they're not watching it. Yes, oh. they will. You know damn we, well. I mean, will. later we will be very soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, part two is coming out soon, but um, no, they're not watching. They do want to watch scary stories. Keller did see that yellow raincoat when we're up in Maine, and he thought that that was the kid's raincoat. Yeah, it was in a lighthouse, that was great. in the yes. basement of a lighthouse. And he's like, "What is that? <laughs> it's here. It's Georgie. Georgie's Georgie. raincoat." Yeah, you said it. He said it's Georgie. Yeah, yeah. I think it's probably gonna be calmer than scary stories. Yeah, you think so. Yeah, that thing looks pretty damn creepy. Really? I haven't, I have, does it look I'm bad? I'm so excited about scary stories. We're well, going Friday night. It releases. We're going date night. Well, we're at least reading scary stories to them because I was about that okay. age when I heard those. Mm-hmm. What? We are? Yeah. Okay. At least the older kids. Okay. Which cool. will include the younger kids because you can't. You can't. Can't separate them. Separate them. Read them. Um, one of my favorite ironic, uh, you know, actual horror story uh, you should read them. It's the short story by Shirley Jackson, The Lottery. Mm. Oh, no. That is incredible story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a terrifying story. That's one of those, like, the sixth sense. When you get to the end of it, you're kind of like, oh, wow. Shirley well, Jackson before, did Before you know it, we're going to be House. in October here. Mm-hmm. And we got, yep. we got some good stuff. They want to dress up like Stranger Things characters for Halloween. Uh, I think that we'll be out there with a lot of other Stranger yeah. Things characters. Yes. But I'm oh. thinking like Ray Bradbury. But Keller wants to be Demogorgon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were just up in Salem. I mean, there's there's <gasps> stuff that... They the Gemini good. Man. Read him The Gemini Man. Robert Matheson. The, okay. the one that they made uh, I Am Legend from. Oh, yeah. Okay, got it. Well, what's that? Headless Horseman. Um, Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy mm-hmm. Hollow. Went past Sleepy yeah. Hollow when we were oh, up there. Oh, my God. That was scary. Yeah, that's that that one really terrified me when I was a kid. Ah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So, please no one call child services on us. Yes. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. So we've moved. We're in hits. We're in hits. Yes. Kim, yes. did you uh, did you drag out a hit? Yet? Yeah. Do we do we give you enough time to find it, what your hit would be? Buy <laughs> <laughs> uh, enough time to make a decision on this. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go with an overall hit, and that is the fact that Preacher is back. I love Preacher. That sounds like a cop-out, doesn't it? That is kind of a cop-out. But it's really not. And I'm coming, like, (laughs) hear me out. I'm coming (laughs) off of Fear the Walking Dead. I boo your hit. Which we can all admit was a little bit boring, if not very Mm -hmm. boring. Mm -hmm. Um, This one had so many twists and turns and interesting scenes and scenery and characters and lines that people said. There were so many... Things that kept you involved and intrigued throughout the entire two-hour episode. I will admit I fell asleep. That was because I was tired. But I was still excited to see the episode. Mm -hmm. And I haven't felt like that about Fear of the Walking Dead in quite a while. Right. And so to finally see a show that I'm like, holy crap, I can't wait to see what happens next week. Right. Yeah, That's and, and hopefully they maintain it because, I mean, you know, we were feeling the same way about Fear when it was coming out. Yeah. We were very mm-hmm. excited to watch Fear, and it just didn't pan out that way. Um, I agree with you. I mean, I think that this episode was really good, and it dragged a bit. I mean, I think, I like you said, I nodded off a little bit, I think, when one of the repeated torture scenes was going on with Cassidy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, okay, I've been here, been here, done that, been yeah. here, done that. Um, but anyway, yeah. But but overall, it's really good to have it back. But I'm going to call you out on that too. <laughs> That's a cop out. I'm sorry. It's you not come up okay. Whatever. Not, I mean, it's not totally. It's not a I mean, I, 
I, I agree. Oh, this, now the, you're defending. Okay. I right. mean, it is, it is kind of a cop out. Okay. No, you, no, no. You pick Let something me... for real. But <laughs> compared to compared to watching uh, Fear, mm-hmm. I I really do it. I enjoy the the mm-hmm. directing, the framing, the cinematography. It all almost has kind of that uh, Wes Anderson kind of yeah. feel to it, yeah. you know, with the color and the. The yeah, vibrancy oh, of stuff, you know, and yeah, it's, the it, music, yeah. the music is mm-hmm. great. Um, the edginess. Yeah. Yes. So the I, camera I, angles, the the filters used in the pictures. And I so think forth. you could watch this over and over and pick it apart and just like really mm-hmm. enjoy like all the intricacies mm-hmm. of the, the dialogue and, and the filming and all the kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, really and, cool. and my hit is actually falling into that category, which you're talking about. It was a very small thing. But I still just, I, it actually made me laugh my ass off, is when Jesse's dealing with the kid and the kid's robbing him. Mm-hmm. And the kid looks at his boots and he's like, you're not getting my boots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the next thing you see him walking down the road whistling with his <laughs> boots in his stocking feet. <laughs> I just laughed my ass off. I thought that was hilarious. It was. That was a great scene. That was my hit. I mean, it was just a small thing, but I really enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. All right, what was your... Okay, yes. So what do we got for a miss? Stuart, are you first? I, I already gave my big miss, which was, uh, I think, the car scene, which I th- yeah. felt was just, like, um, it seemed a little silly. Mm-hmm. And and speaking of cop-out, it seemed kind of like a little cop-out kind of thing. It's like, where the what's happening to these other cars? Um, right. And so there wasn't any, any, any real danger in it for her. And uh, so I don't I didn't enjoy that as much. Hmm. I didn't like it. I don't think it was all that bad. I just didn't no, enjoy no, it. No, I got. I, I get what you're saying. I mean, I think they were trying to make a kind of a um, make it funny because it was like this big, uh, huge American roadsters being attacked by a bunch of Yugos. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, I thought the same thing too because I was kind of like, for some reason, I kept hearing all those crashes and all going on in there, and I kept thinking, all right, that was a beautiful damn Dodge she went in there with. Uh, I hate to see that thing crunched up. And then it comes flying out of it at the end, and it's perfectly fine. I was like, really? Yeah. I, mean, I, I liked that they did the switch where she's uh-huh. actually um, Featherstone at right. the end, you know, and gets into the into um, Masada. But I like yep. that whole gets into scene Masada. Was just took too long. It was probably because of the amount of cars that she had to get rid of and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Kimmy, got a miss? Yes. Uh, so my please miss... don't say it was the whole episode. No, 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 no. Okay. Not, not at all. My miss is the <laughs> AMC. AMC is my miss <laughs> <laughs> for not keeping the show on the air. I almost went with that actually, <laughs> but no, really exactly? I'm not going to do that. No. Um, my miss is actually the fight scene between Featherstone and Tulip. Really? Really? The one on yeah. top of the cliff? Yeah. That one, Why? It, it just felt a little contrived to oh, me. Oh, yeah, it was a little cheesy, but it was that's fine. I yeah, think it was kind of. I think that was kind of the idea, though. Yeah, I probably. Mean, that, that that when they shot at each other and hit each hit each other's bullets, that uh, was that incredible. Was, that, that was, was hilarious. Cool. That was cool. That was cool. But the rest of it, I was like, eh, I don't know. Just hanging off the uh, chair on the side yeah, of the cliff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was cheesy as shit. But I think that was kind of the the fun part Tools about it. fighting in high heeled boots. Yeah, it just mm-hmm. felt kind of flat because I know for a fact that ain't going to happen. It fell flat, flat for me. Okay. I get it. I get it. But I think it was okay in the fact that it was paired with what was going on with uh, Jesse yeah. and Cassidy down below. So I think it kept the swap between the two, I think. Right. Helped hey, you know, we never did more. We never yeah. did mention, what about the uh, the girl stuck in the door? Oh, oh yes. That was gross yikes. and hilarious. <laughs> that was awful. That was bad. That was great. Felt bad and after for her. she's still talking and like tells her that there's actually a switch up top. <laughs> and she even says, I think, you can do it. It's okay. You can do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like encouraging her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, okay. My miss, I, I kind of said that uh, I thought the foreskin gimmick went on a little bit too far. Um but, and I also did mention this, but I think this is the one that, it's not that they're doing anything wrong with the show on this, but I miss the camaraderie between Jesse and and uh, mm. and Cassidy. Yeah, yeah, I do too. You know, I, I just love the way they played off of each other. Some of the best scenes they had were the stuff at the beginning when they were meeting each other in, in, in the church and so forth. And that fight scene when they beat up the... Uh, 
when they beat up the Civil War reenactors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. Uh, I, I, that's when I really thought Cassidy was at his best as a character. Yeah. And I think, you know, having this love triangle and all, I, it's not, it's probably the most least interesting part of the show for me. The love is triangle? the love triangle. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, I just don't. I, I love the I love the finding God. I love the the weirdness that's going on around him. I love the, you know, hair star and and Masada and all that kind of stuff. The tr- the love trilogy just really does not do anything for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. And, and you know something else we didn't mention was uh our space. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, they yeah, did yeah. show him them the at the start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah him and the saint. Right. Yeah. So they make a, a very brief cameo and mm-hmm. discover that the 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 house is burned down in Louisiana and that Jesse and those guys are no longer there. So they but have the to Saint, find them. The Saint is not very concerned about it. No, he knows he's yeah. going to find them. Yeah, right. And 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 based on the previews, that's going to be the two storylines. It looks like they're going to be exploring in the next episode is what happened at the horror house and uh, Ars face and the Saint. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Well, we have one listener comment out of all of you guys. Joe John, Can I read it? Can oh, I read it? Can yeah, I read go it? Ahead, go can ahead, I read go it? Ahead. Go ahead. Right, it's got cursing in it. Kim needs to read it. No, it's Joe. Go ahead. All right, Joe. Joe Johnson said, uh, creationism, poop joke, an Italian Jewish circumcision to God and hair star having a diet coat, diet Dr. Pepper, over how to destroy preacher and oh and the chicken lady that killed two of her porn star porn co-stars in a tragic vibrator hot tub accident is a classic trope. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic that trope. That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's been used over and over again. <laughs> that's good. Did I butcher that as bad? No, as it's fine. Let's hope it becomes a classic trope. Yes. That was awesome. Anyway, so next week on Preacher, which will be season four, episode three, Deviant. Tulip gets in too deep in Masada. Cassidy reflects on a lost life. The saint closes in on Jesse. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> right. So we'll see what happens with that. So I think what we three have decided, so all of you listeners know, is now, that... Now, this is a tough decision. This was a tough decision. This is a very tough decision. But from here on out, Fear the Walking Dead and Preacher will be airing at the same time. Yeah, we get a bit of an overlap there. We do. Quite a bit. Uh, something that we haven't had in the past. So uh, what we've decided is, because we cannot physically record two episodes a week just because of our schedules we are going to focus on fear shit we can barely get one out this time (laughs) it's true i mean school starts next week things are getting ready to get crazy um for for all of us yeah so school starts for all of us focus will be fear the walking dead so we're going to focus on fear but we're going to talk about preacher a little bit. right fear is our you know that's our starting point that's our our bread and butter yep and uh, so we got to stick it out with that. But I got to tell you, it's going to be tough not wanting to not not featuring Preacher. Yes. But based yeah. on the fact that we got one comment this week from our listeners about <laughs> Preacher tells us that not many people are watching it. Correct. So we so, will give our listeners what they want to hear. Exactly. Exactly. So hopefully you guys will all be okay with that but you write in to us and tell us what you think about the preacher episodes too so don't forget about preacher mm-hmm. but know that we're going to concentrate on fear okay and i got i got to say this to you guys cuz i i've been harping on this for you guys to watch this but if those folks out there that have watched the boys write oh, right. in and tell us how good that is because is that an amazon it, is it amazon or is it uh, that is prime yeah, Amazon. Oh, it Prime. is Prime. It's Amazon. Yeah. Prime. Oh, okay. It is. And but it's the same creators of Preacher. It's Seth Rogen yes. and, 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 and Goldberg. Goldberg okay. Evan Goldberg and so forth. It is awesome. I okay. mean, really, I loved it. It was one of the best series I've seen in a long time. Um, really uh, dark, off the wall. Is it original? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I mean, original to Amazon. It's not Prime? based on a po- on a on a comic book. I don't think so. Um, but I don't know. It says something about that at the beginning or a book or something like that. But uh, the premise is great. I mean, it's it's um, 
these guys, the, the superheroes of the world, it's like an Avengers type group, mm-hmm. um, but they're evil, even though they're superheroes and they're and they're corporate and so mm-hmm. forth. And it's about the people that have had loved ones killed in collateral damage. Okay. They go after them. Oh, okay. And uh, it's really well done. And it's funny. Go after them to do what? Wipe them out. Get rid of them. Deface them to do whatever they can to stop them. And this is season one, so there'll be some more seasons of it coming up, too. Okay. Um, But but definitely watch it, because I would love to do a podcast on that. Like a okay. Whole separate yeah, I'd like podcast? To, yeah, I'd like to do a separate podcast just on that show. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So. We'll watch it. Cool, yeah. So for next week, let's see, guys, because that's where we're going to be jumping back to Fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fear of the Walking Dead, Season 5, Episode 9, Channel 4. Uh, the group traveling in a convoy doubles down on their mission to find and help survivors. So, um, yeah, so we will be seeing... Further events of the group trying to help out. It's hard to believe that's already at episode nine. Okay. So, write to us. <laughs> Stuart, Stuart's face was so much like the color guy on Major League. When, uh, <laughs> what, what, uh, what's his name goes, and he's not just the best color guy in the league for nothing. Because <laughs> he said nothing. <laughs> but his face was ex- all kinds of expressions. <laughs> Oh, uh, all right. Anyway. All right. So you guys Not write to us. You can reach us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. Twitter is at fearmepodcast. And Facebook is at facebook.com slash fearmepodcast. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs>